Hello, welcome to Citizen First Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. I am your host, Jojo. I want to say this was an interesting episode because talking to my friend Watney from back in the day as as friends, uh, how we met um, through an acting program, and then finding that finding out that she is a poet uh, was was really interesting, and hearing her talk about why she became a poet from tragic events in her life um trying to change turn her words into into uh or turn her pain into words was interesting uh so i thought this was such a such a way that i learned a lot from her from just listening to this and i learned a lot from a lot of a lot like all my uh guests who've come on on this i've learned a lot from all of them and this for sure i've learned a lot from listening to her and her experiences and her journey from being somebody who thought they wanted to be something else but turned to transform themselves into something different and i would like to say i hope you enjoy this episode and thank you thank you thank you for continuing to listen and i hope you enjoy okay so yes now we are live. We're recording. I'm with Watney uh, Lander, as it says. I know you from different different names. How are yeah. you? Welcome. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm wonderful. I'm so happy to talk to you because you were an like an amazing person, an old friend of mine, um, back in the day, right? So. Oh yes, yes, yeah. way back when, and it's nice 2000... to talk to you too. Yeah, damn, 2009, just like Hubert. Um, so tell everybody who you are and where you are, I guess. So I am a poet and an author and a founder of a business called Poet Possibilities. Poet Possibilities. Wow. It's like, it's like its own thing. It's like, it's, is that like something that you, is that like a big initiative thing? Like what, what is this? How did you even end up Oh, wow. It's a long yeah. story. <laughs> oh, it's a long story? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I basically just started uh, posting my words on Instagram. And I mean, one thing kind of led to another. And I published a book. And then it just kind of became this business of me helping other poets achieve their dreams. And uh, yeah, that's where I am today. It's been quite a long time, but it's been a pretty awesome journey to get here. You being, uh, I know you as someone being an actor, a student in the back in the day at Humber College. Mm-hmm. So how did that happen for you to just, if you want to talk about that from being a performer to what happened there? What, what made you change or what made you do Transform. That? Transform. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, I loved acting. That's why uh, I went into it. But I slowly realized that it was just more of a hobby of mine and something that I didn't want to take on professionally. Um, Also, when we were in school together, um, I had lost three family members within a two month period. And it just led me to go through a really deep depression. And the one thing that I would do to help me get out of that depression or help me grieve more and just heal all these wounds was to just write and write poetry. So, I mean, it took many years for me to gather up the courage to uh, release my words into the world, but I felt like the more I did that, 
the more I started to become myself again. And it was a whole healing journey for me, as well as um, I was receiving messages from other people that I was helping them heal too. So it just, uh, I don't want to say it like fell into my lap, but it just became my life path. And I just decided to go with it. And I've been happy and successful ever since. I would say it was something that was it was something that was pulling you out this thing this other medium this other creativity tool it was pulling you out from uh, out of this thing that you were in um and I didn't know that that you were going through that honestly I didn't even I thought you were mm -hmm. just somebody who was so always always happy I I seen you sad a little bit but I never seen you and that's the thing about mental challenges right a lot of people don't know and you know they have this thing and it's it is it is really sad i'm happy that over the years mental health has been a huge forefront right yeah um, yeah 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 i'm 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 i, I honestly I, I i i obviously it sucks for me to hear that like you went through it but like for me to know that you were going through that it was obviously it's really sad i mean we all, i'm sure a lot of people are no, going through no. a lot of stuff but but yeah <laughs> For sure. Yeah. No, don't feel bad. I honestly just, yeah. I kept it to myself. I mean, I mm -hmm. became really quiet about it. And, you know, you just kind of put on a face so that you don't really have to talk about it. But I think yeah. it's so important these days for people to understand that everyone has a story, something that they're dealing with that they're not telling everyone. And I guess just be kind and sensitive to people um, because everyone's battling some sort of storm, right? Yeah, that's true. So from acting to there, and then you just, it, it just came to you, was finding a different way of expressing your creative thought, what, was that part of writing? Like how, how did that uh, go about with you with trying to express yourself through writing? Yeah, um, after acting, I thought it was more uh, doing like behind the scenes stuff, like a lot of editing. So I got into that like right after acting, but it was just writing that helped me express all the things that I was feeling. And I didn't have any, um, I didn't have any restraint with it. I, I felt free to just write out everything. And um, yeah, it just really helped me express all what I was feeling. And it just made me feel so much better about things with the whole grieving process. And uh yeah, that's how it came about, I guess. And so this birth is coming from, like your birth of writing is coming from somewhere very uh, in-depth, very, you know, things that you probably didn't even realize you had. Was that, Yeah. did you like, how, there, there's someone, there's so much to talk about, about that, that, that simple thing, like that one thing that you were just mentioning. So do you think writing saved you in a way? Oh yeah, 100%. If I didn't have a, a pen and a piece of paper, if I didn't have the notepad on my phone, I, I honestly don't know where I would be. Because I felt like pretty much my whole life, like everything had to be um, hidden in a way, or like I just had to keep quiet about things. And the second that I was able to express myself and let the whole world hear it without feeling guilty about letting them know what was going on, uh, it just like yeah birthed this whole new thing for me and it was just such a good release that release that whole thing it's would you say that was self um that was you trying to self-express yourself in a way that you know you probably 
couldn't do? Like, did you think acting was a better way of self-expressing than writing? I think at, at some point in my life, I thought acting was a great way to uh, explore different emotions and release what I was feeling. But um, I felt with acting, maybe it was a bit restricting because I had to follow somebody else's script. Whereas with writing, I could create my own and um, tell the world exactly what I was experiencing and not have it be somebody else's story. Did you... Um... There's a lot of questions I have for you, but like self, <laughs> self, self-preservation I felt from you was self-preservation. Do you think you were seeking that with that, with poetry, with self-preservation? Um, yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. I know, it's, it's, <laughs> like, I felt like, I, I felt love, like it I was. I love the questions <laughs> that you ask. They're always so deep. <laughs> I know, they're really deep. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, don't apologize. They're the best conversations to have. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did. Yeah. Go on. Because I think in a way that you, when you were mentioning that you were going through such a really, really, really challenging time, you wanted to preserve yourself too, I think. And I'm just wondering if that was like when you're writing, you're self-expressing your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Do you, yeah. was that, do you think that was like, it's like you said, you it was trying to save you do you believe that was kind of like trying to self-preserve your yourself in a way by writing because you can just lose yourself when you're feeling like when you're going through this this just just crazy journey you know yeah yeah no exactly it's like that whole I mean like I said before that whole release you could just finally be your authentic self and there was no more hiding anything and I mean you have to have so much confidence to like let the world know your deepest and darkest thoughts but it was like at some point I had nothing left to lose because I felt like I already lost my whole world so I thought you know fuck it I'm just gonna release and say everything that's going on and it just kind of burst this whole new strength that I never knew I had in me and uh, it just gave me like a whole other life, basically. Yeah, I was, I'm going to say, I was very surprised to see that you went into poetry. I thought you would be somebody oh, really? who, yeah, because I, well, I didn't know, I don't, I don't know, I didn't know you like deep down. Like I didn't know you, a lot of people really in the, in the program, right? I think you were yeah. definitely one of the, my favorite people for sure. You didn't seem like, you know, you didn't seem you just seem like you're just trying to have a fun time, have a good time and just enjoy, <laughs> yeah. enjoy yourself and just, but you were just like, Hey, <laughs> yeah, but I, <laughs> but you were, you just seemed so highly spirited. Like you had a joy spirit, very bright colors coming out of you. And it was really nice. Um, and I was very, <laughs> I was very nervous. I was always nervous. I had like this, this really? complex I was so nervous I was completely just going nuts with with a sign like you know when you realize you gotta you're gonna get cut you know like what the heck is going on like before you even start yeah. this career and then and then you do and then you know with it, it was I was young we were young I was I like I told uh, our friend there I was trying to find myself I had a lot of stuff going on too as well but mm-hmm. um yeah, but just going back to you, I was just, um, I think that um, it was 
in a way a good thing that you did this obviously like just writing it was something i was shocked by it i it did can i i want to say this i'm I'm thinking about but there is a there's something in like when i started realizing that you were doing poetry i felt like you were coming from somewhere somewhere hard i just had like you didn't have to tell me anything like just what you did already about how you're going through uh you know depression and all this i i i knew that just by seeing some of your poetry I, yeah there was a journey that you're going through and also just not hearing from you or anything i felt like there was obviously something going on and you were going through the journey and um mm-hmm. definitely something healing right oh yeah for Uh, sure yeah yeah basically everything that i shared on instagram was like everything that i was going through at that time so it was my whole instagram is basically one big hell of a journey (laughs) yeah it is you have a lot of you have a lot of people on (laughs) instagram too i i um i really like the the aesthetics of it too as well yeah it's really nice has um very earthy warm colors Mm -hmm. to it your pictures and they all have this kind of way of a person going through it yeah like this solo journey that you're going through yeah and yeah it's really nice it's kind of like this this wanderer um who is just going through different places and in life and different uh uh forests and stuff i really like i really like that you oh, use thank the you. background yeah yeah um who's ever taking these photos too as well it looks really nice <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know who's taking them who uh, uh alana alana <laughs> yeah so everybody's involved eh? everyone's connected <laughs> yeah no we like we go on forest trails all the time but then I don't know. There's just one day we like just started taking photos and then, um, yeah, she just kind of became my like ride or die for making my Instagram account and taking, taking these photos with me. So, and we've been having so much fun with it ever since. Cause I mean, we're both creative people, so it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. Wow. Mm-hmm. Man. Wow. <laughs> you got, you guys were, you guys were close too, right? Like back in the day as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've uh, definitely stayed in touch ever since school ended. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's been good. That is good. I, um, what I really like about your Instagram and your poetry is that you just, it's like walking around the forest and finding pieces of paper written by somebody <laughs> and you pick it up and you're like, oh, what's this? And it's like you holding the photos. There's tons of photos of you just holding a piece of paper with written scripture there, your inner yeah. scripture. Yeah. Yeah. And I really thought that was a really cool way of expressing a visual take on your poetry. Did you? Oh, thank um, you. You're welcome. Did you? How did you come up with all these ideas of becoming um, a visual? You know poetry person like this this thing that you're doing how did that come up um when I first started my Instagram account and I started posting my own words um 
I knew the one thing that I had to do was to develop some sort of theme because I mean, Instagram is a visual platform and you have to, you know, have pleasing pictures so that it attracts people to, you know, want to come to your account and want to stay and want to see what you have coming up next. So I would actually um, study other people's, other poets' accounts and just to see how they put out their poetry uh, in a visual way. And I mean, if you scroll down to my Instagram account, you'll see I came up with, with like, so it just wasn't fun for me. So then I decided, you know, what's one thing that I really love to do? And that was walking through the forest all the time. I mean, the forest also became one place that would heal me a lot when I was going through this deep depression. So I just decided to start sharing my walks through the forest and started taking more pictures in there and one thing led to another and it just be kind of it just kind of became my theme my you know one thing to do on Instagram and uh, it just became more fun that way so you're using nature too as a backbone for all these all these things that you're coming up with like you know being alone does being alone help too is with like just being secluded from everybody else does that kind of help with surround like you're narrowing your thoughts down oh yeah for sure i like i i'm obsessed with being alone sometimes it's kind of scary but i feel like it's the only way that i can truly listen to my mind and my heart and get clear about what i want around me and and what i don't it just it's just like meditating you know doing that by yourself you really hone in on what you need in your life and what you need to disregard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I agree that we need to do all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. Being alone, it does help. Do you, um, with this, (laughs) with what's going on around the world, obviously it's (laughs) some crazy, crazy, crazy things are happening with obviously the backdrop of Black Lives Matter and and COVID-19. The Mm -hmm. COVID-19 itself has led everybody to, be secluded in a way for a while right yeah months three months even more even now um and who knows right when we fully get back to functioning society as a in close proximity do you think did you find anything else while being um you know away from people with this thing that we have with the pandemic did you find that you were Uh, more in tune with yourself like did things stop oh um um, in a way yes in a way no um I would say things didn't really stop it actually got a little bit more chaotic because um I mean I have my daughter and (laughs) you know her her classes were no longer running anymore um we had to my husband still had to work from home and you know, I was still working a little bit on possibilities and, and trying to find, you know, or adjust times to um, have my daughter over at my in-laws or do I keep her at my house or, you know, it just kind of, uh, it was definitely was a transformation there of just trying to figure out how to adjust schedules. So it was a little bit chaotic that way. But there was also times when I thought, you know, I don't, Um, my husband works an extreme amount of time and this is the one time that I actually have him home and we're all together as a family there's something so beautiful about that because it actually made you stop and really take in certain moments uh, that we all had together 
So it was beautiful that way, but I don't know, a little bit of both, I guess. A little chaotic, a little bit of uh, nice, quiet, relaxing times to be grateful for. Um, it inspired me in some ways, in some ways it didn't, but yeah. What about for yourself? I think that I've been more communicative towards family more. I mean, a lot uh -huh. of people, yeah, I'm finding that I'm speaking more to family more often than I usually did when things were normal. And yeah. I, yeah, and I find that being alone has definitely made me like it, I had to, I feel like this whole pandemic thing has made me ooze out my perhaps insecurities. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I, for some, somehow it's, it, it's made me, it's, it has departed oh. me away. From, yeah. It has departed me away from, from things that I had that I wasn't really focused on because I was so busy with society, you know, always going to A to B to Z, whatever, you know, working fast pace. You don't have time to kind of just reflect. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, for yeah. sure. And, you know, society is just, it makes you do what you you don't want to do like you 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 follow society's rules and you know it's great and all because it makes you go okay this is the recipe to get what what i want and i guess what i want is based on what society is portraying right you watch not movies right. and everything yeah yeah, yeah. like definitely that, did you yeah with, with society and everything do you find that um what, what do you think? Do you think that we are somehow kind of coerced to follow society's script? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like some people get so wrapped up in that and they just get, so, you know, they get hurt by it or they get, you know, a little bit saddened by it. But I also have this whole other uh, like entrepreneur mentality about myself where I, you know, I I don't want to do the whole nine to five thing. And I, I do anything to make what I want to do successful. Even if it fails, like there's been so many times I've created all these other businesses that have failed completely, but you learn a hell of a lot from it. And it pushes you to want the next project to be successful. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I just can't do the whole nine to five thing. I don't agree with it. Yeah. I mean, work works for some people, but I don't know. So you rather go on. <laughs> Sorry. You, no, no. I, I. So you rather just be someone to work with their own, you know, terms on their own terms. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I just function better that way as a person. I mean, I've definitely had jobs that were nine to five. Um, you know, they were great in some aspects and other aspects, like I just felt like it kind of, you know, held me in a certain bubble. And I constantly wanted to just pop that damn bubble and like live my own life the way that I wanted to. Um, and when I decided to make that move, hell yeah, I took like a huge, um, I took a huge cut, I couldn't really live the life that I was living at, you know, before, but that kind of, um, emptiness that you experience really pushes you to, um, you know, create something of yourself and uh, want, it helps you accomplish, you know, the goals that you want. It's almost like you're hungry for it. 
you just hustle to get it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you were fantasizing these, these thoughts, right? You kept thinking <laughs> about them and now they are in fruition. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge believer in like the law of attraction and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, when I was working like the whole nine to fives and I, I saw that movie, The Secret, and I started getting involved in like, you know, really working on your mindset and everything, I would try constantly like every day to put those things into action. Um, and I would like moonlight my current job to really help myself visualize the things that I wanted to do and I'd always write down certain goals and even if they were little ones and accomplish them I'd celebrate them to try and get my mind to focus on like the positives all the time and slowly I don't know it just created to where I am today where I don't have to constantly do a nine to five wow I do you are you into that sort of stuff like the law of attraction and everything yeah, I guess I guess so. I I don't know if it's real or not. All I know is that I all I know is that it's all about mental, right? All about mentality. And yeah. I have like Shia LaBeouf's voice in my head when he's just saying, "Do it. Just do it." <laughs> <laughs> so that just yeah. keeps on that just keeps it just keeps on coming in my brain and so i'm just like okay okay yeah i get it i understand let's do this let's do this it's like this military mind where you just you just go you just go for it you just jump off the plane and just go i know it's crazy yeah it's nuts man you gotta have that military mind well whatever you just have this hardcore mind where you're just you just have to kind of bulldoze your 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 barriers right yeah yeah and make it a change and not to be afraid yeah. of fear you just got to kind of dive right in you know just, and like just, who cares if you fail then it, you just you learn something about it and you move on to the next thing yeah yo we're so right? i think yeah i think as a society we're so hung up on like mistakes and on so like self um denial or just yeah. kind of like we, we always put ourselves down on mistakes like oh it didn't work it didn't work like we never, we never praise people. We never praise ourselves for, wow, you made a mistake. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah. let's keep going, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's the one like, thing I always love to do. Like, even if you fail, you always got to try and find the blessing in disguise because there's always something that you learn from some sort of experience, you know, and you just got to really focus on that and not on like the shitty part of it mm-hmm. and, you know, bring it to like the next phase in your life or the next project that you want to do you know yeah it can be anything right like it could just mm-hmm. be like someone just cooking <laughs> you know someone just cooking dinner or you know from from a janitor just doing his job to somebody working at front desk at a hotel um just just you know i also believe i'm a big believer on if people were doing things that they love the world would be a little bit more of a happier place like oh for sure yeah because if you were doing something you love to do and you're and you're getting paid for it like that's like honey you know that's honey on the oh yeah but like if you're getting if you're happy it spreads right that person comes into the store you're happy that you know customer is happy based on your 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 enthusiasm and joy and and attitude yeah Energy. it's just it, contagious right yeah it's contagious and everybody was yeah. doing that 
it just seems better. I don't know. And I, I, I obviously life is not like that, but it can be. I think it, it totally can. can be. Yeah. Yeah. I think it can. For sure. Um, I want to go to a, your book that you wrote from all of this amount of poetry that you've written, you've, you've decided to create a book. Now, this book. <laughs> it's called Black Sheep. Black Sheep. Now, what, what was going on there? <laughs> are these are these po- are these poetry from years that you've accumulated or what what is what is happening with these this book yes yeah, so this book um when i first started making the manuscript for it it was actually a bunch of old poems that i had written and it never really had a theme until um i was going through um, several months of a lot of uh, family issues. Uh, I'll just call them storms, I guess. And mm-hmm. while I was going through these family storms, um, I it ignited something in me. I guess old wounds that you know I thought had healed that were opened up, uh, new wounds, and I would just constantly write all day and all night how I was feeling. Um, until one day I just looked at all these words that I'd written, whether it was in my special journal or the notepad on my phone. And I realized like, this is my book. This is, you know, this is the theme, you know, family, uh, drama or trauma. And, um, and I was going to, you know, release that into the world. It just came to the point where I was like, um, you know, I don't know if anyone's going to relate to this, but like, writing this book completely just healed me and uh, opened up so many doors for me. And I'm I'm completely grateful that people are actually purchasing it and they relate to it. And uh, yeah, so that's basically (laughs) what's inside Black Sheep, a bunch of poems about family trauma and healing and self-exploring. I, I, I enjoyed it. I really, I really enjoyed it. Oh, I'm glad. I, I did, there is one bookmark. I, there's probably one, there's a whole bunch that I have uh, was reading, but there's one that I really liked. It's on page Ooh, which 50, one? It's on page 53. It says, um, for years, I wasn't able to think. I couldn't function in the way society told me to. I was frozen, paralyzed, because that's what begins to happen when you lose someone. And I remember it only hit me after an old friend told me what was going on, she read everything in my mind that was hidden. And she read it off my face like it was printed in perfect ink on my forehead. Real friends tell the truth, even if it hurts. Mm-hmm. So that, that, I feel like that is pretty much a lot of what we were talking about. It sums up of like you being going through some, can you tell me about this? That's, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's exactly yeah. what um, we were talking about before. Um, like I had experienced, you know, these deaths in my family and it, it, I felt completely frozen in time. It's as if the whole world is, you know, going on with life, but yet I was stuck and paralyzed basically because with this depression, I felt like I just couldn't move anywhere. And then you know, as I'm in this sort of like space in my mind, uh, and at this time in my life, an old friend <laughs> actually came up to me and just told me everything 
of what was going on in my life that I couldn't really, I don't know, I, I just couldn't um, maybe understand it myself, what I, what I was going through. Like, I had no idea I was depressed or anything like that. I knew I was sad and I knew I was grieving, but I don't know, I just didn't know I was depressed. So for her to come up to my face and just tell me, like, you're depressed, you need to go get help, you know? And she read everything that I was feeling and I didn't even have to speak a word of it. And she just told it to my face. It was like, okay, that's someone I got to keep close to because, I mean, all my other friends didn't tell me any of that. No one wanted to help me. And for somebody to just walk up to me and boldly tell me, like, I need to get help before things get worse. Like, you know, that's what that one's about. <laughs> um, you know, real friends tell the truth, even if it hurts. Mm-hmm. I I definitely like I definitely like the way I couldn't function in the way society told me to, and we were mm-hmm. talking about the society thing, right? Yeah, and I was frozen and paralyzed because that's what begins to happen when you lose someone, and yeah, that is really oh my god, that is just uh, that's just yeah. Have that you is, ever experienced something like that? Like where someone just came up to you and just, you know, flat out said something to your face and you were like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I think you need to do this. Yeah, I think I think all the time. I think all the time. Um, I think fam- my family are, are really good at doing that. My friends, uh, are, well, I, I have a family friend who's really good at doing that. So, yeah. Well, that's good. That person's just really good at bringing me back into place. <laughs> Um, the black sheep with you say with storms that you're mm-hmm. going through is that was that why you named it black sheep because you are the black sheep in the family is that what I mean? mm, yep yep <laughs> pretty much okay. yeah I I like the idea I like the concept and the title black sheep I I'm sure a lot of people can relate to black being the black sheep in their family. I'm definitely maybe the black sheep. Maybe not. I don't know. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it depends. So, you know, and that's the thing about society and being black sheep, right? There's this thing where society tells you, well, in the family, you're supposed to be doing this, and this is what a family is supposed to look like. And, oh, my God, there was one that I did like. Oh, I should have wrote it down. But it was one where you did write about um, a name. Uh, a family is not a. It's not about a name. It's 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 about love. That yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I like that um, one too. Oh gosh, <laughs> I can't even remember yeah. my own words. No, but um, I, I. It's okay. I should have wrote it down and oh, said it. Oh, it's called a. I think it's something oh. like a, a name doesn't make you family. Love does. Love does. Like yes, yeah, page yeah. sixty. Yeah, I found it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I found it. And again, it's all again it's all tied into like yeah, this family thing and this society thing, you know. A name doesn't make you a family. And society does tell you a name like oh, does that person come from a good family? And what does it mean by good family? Like good family is that money or is that like family that loves you? What's what is Yeah, that yeah. You know. What did the, yeah. what would really mean? Um I hate that because you, we all know you go to different family homes, right? Like friends and you mm-hmm. see, they're not, they're not always functioning like, like the movies, you know, it's not the yeah, same. 
it's this yeah. whole image thing right yeah yeah this whole image thing how do you when you having a um being a mother how has mm-hmm. that changed uh your perception of <laughs> that's a big life gonna, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big answer oh my god uh big question excuse me oh like your writing maybe like did your writing change we can start from there <laughs> yeah completely actually um i think that's one thing that also ignited me to write my book black sheep because uh it's also a lot about uh breaking the generational curse in your family um there was a lot of things that had been passed down and i'm sure this happens in a lot of families um where there's certain traumas that are passed down through generations and people just don't realize it the wounds that they're passing on to their children and that greatly affect us in our lives so as i was going through all these storms with my family um i it kind of like woke me to realize wow like this has been passed down so many times and now that i am a mother i'm gonna be the one person to stand in front of everybody and put my hand out and say stop like this is not going to continue anymore we are going to heal these wounds and we are not going to pass on these traumas to our children. We're just going to pass on wisdom, you know? So that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's really one thing that started or wanted, why I wanted to write Black Sheep in the first place too, is because it was uh, one thing that healed me uh, with all these uh, passed down traumas. And one thing like I, really vowed to my daughter I would never want her to experience the thoughts or feelings that I had uh, growing up or with my family now I'd want her to now experience a life of a lot of love um, a lot of uh, knowledge and just for her to know that she's uh, she's loved for exactly who she is Hmm. Mm -hmm. that's really 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 amazing that's nice it's really Thanks. nice. Yeah. That's that's something that we all try to achieve as parents, right? Like I'm not a parent, but yeah. I mean I can only imagine when you have a child you want to do better than what you were exposed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. And uh so the black sheep and okay, it's all it's all connected. It's this <laughs> life this lifelong thing you know this journey that we're going that you are going through have been going through and still is going through and now that you have this family um do you do you think that you have achieved some of these things that you have in mind for for what you kind of envision for what what your family um, what wants to look like for sure um i've definitely um healed some things of my past that Um, And I'm more aware of, you know, what I'm feeling and going through so that I don't pass it down to her. And I feel like, uh, I mean, even still to this day, there are wounds that I didn't know. But yeah, it definitely helped me accomplish and become more aware and and be a better mother um, for her. Sorry, sometimes I just go on like a huge rant. I don't even, I can't even remember what your question is. (laughs) Uh, No, don't feel upset about it. I think it's really good to to ooze out what you have uh yeah so you're doing okay right like with this pandemic and yeah school yeah i mean we're just kind of 
Yeah, just kind of like waiting for, I don't know, what comes next, you know, with this whole other, I don't know, what is this, the third step or something where they're actually letting people to go in restaurants and stuff. I mean, it'd be totally interesting, but most of the time I work from home anyway, and I'm with my daughter during the day, so nothing has really changed. Um, mm. Maybe just like, you know, her classes and stuff like that aren't continuing, but it's great because it's more time that I get to spend with her. Right. Yeah, that's true. And then, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy with all this stuff going on and teachers doing what they have to do and accommodating, uh, accommodating, excuse me, um, what what is being missed in classes. Also, just the parents too dealing with it. I feel like the parents probably have some kind of empathy or sympathy towards teachers too right now, I'm sure. Because, um, <laughs> you know, dealing with all this stuff in the with, with, for with, sure you know yeah it's yeah it's children. gonna be a huge change for everybody i think a huge mm -hmm. adjustment we should say mm -hmm. exactly it'll be different yeah so yeah i and you know what i also like to i think it's really cool and smart of you to for your um for your venture what you're doing now as an artist to to tell people, teach people like, hey, you know, you can do this too. And you want to learn yeah. how to do this. I think it's really nice. I think that's really cool. I would, I like to take on that same kind of approach too. If, if whatever, how this goes, I'm just doing, you know, both of you us are doing this You definitely should. Yeah. yeah, you definitely should. Yeah. No, when I, when I first, uh, I mean, I had no idea I was going to create poet possibilities. I had no idea, like, you know, that was going to happen at all. But I don't know, it just kind of, I don't know, it naturally happened. I guess all these people on Instagram were just asking me how to do certain things and I would just answer them. <laughs> but then, I don't know, the thought popped into my head about creating some sort of how-to program. Um, and then, yeah, Poet Possibilities was kind of born and I genuinely hope that it helps other poets and writers out there achieve their dreams and I just want them to know, like, you can accomplish these things, too. It is 100% possible. Mm -hmm. I, I was, when I, when I read that book, when you read The Black Sheep, I was, I was going, I was like, should I get a physical? But I was like, I wanted, I wanted to read it, though. So I couldn't wait. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't, I, <laughs> and I couldn't ask you. I didn't ask you. <laughs> I, I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just I, asked me. I didn't know you could. I I don't know. Hey, I yo I yeah. I was yeah. I so yeah. did you get the ebook first? I got the ebook. I wouldn't mind having physical. Oh, because well, it's like I'll give you one. yeah. Okay, that's send, nice. Send me your send me, <laughs> send me your address, and I'll I'll send you a signed copy. Okay. Okay, so my dress is um, yeah. no, no. <laughs> no, not here. Uh, nobody, nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> no, but you, yeah, the black sheep. It's it's an Amazon, and where can you get it? Kindle, you can read it on. Yes, Kindle, you can get, get it on. It on Amazon? Yeah, mm -hmm. you can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Barnes and Noble website, and you can also get it on Chapters Indigo websites. And I think it's on a uh, book depository too. Okay. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. Boom, 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 boom. And it's not, it's not expensive either. It's a nice, you know, it's a nice book thing and everything. And, um, and I feel like, yeah, the, the way it looks nice, like the cover art, the art, the art is nice. The, Thank it's you. really good. Yeah. I, I don't know how you got somebody to that. See, that's nice. I, I like what you're doing. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is cool because you're doing what you want to do and it's inspiring others like I am happy that you're doing this this is good good energy it's spreading oh, thank you. yeah it's really good did you um did you get a chance to hear uh so here's the question did you get a chance to hear Hubert and I talk or did you no <laughs> you know what I I saw <laughs> I saw you advertise it because I saw his video and I was like oh my god but um I haven't watched it yet but now I'm scared to watch it because you're mentioning it so what happened in the podcast well it's, I it's, watch I, it? it's it's on it's on Spotify um okay yeah, it's on Spotify. Uh, I was going to do a video, but again, you know, technical difficulties. I'm going to sort that right. one out and I'll eventually do more videos and stuff like that. But, um, well, we did mention you. We did, he did talk about, you know, our time together. I'm, I'm talking about him. <laughs> and, um, but we, we did mention you that, uh, you know, oh, you know, she's in poetry. It's, like, oh. it's at the end, though, at the, towards the end. It's just, it's just us just talking. Yeah. Um, he does talk about his yeah it's really it's a nice it's a nice podcast i i didn't know the guy was going through such a rough time at humber too as well like just with the whole him being asian and being uncomfortable and everybody oh really just, oh i had yeah. no idea yeah i didn't know either and i and i said wow. something to him and that was not the best thing um <laughs> and that's that yeah i said oh my god oh god i asked if he knew kung fu so the, anyways um Jojo. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's crazy. <laughs> crazy, crazy. I didn't, know, I didn't I wasn't trying to anyway. So we talk about that and everything. So that it was it was really nice. I um oh man, I, I, I do miss those good times though. I really miss those times um because it was my early twenties and I was discovering yeah. myself. Yeah, and um, those were it was good years wasn't it yeah it was really nice it was really good it was really good. you know it would be so interesting if you actually uh got a couple more people from the acting program just to hear more about their lives and stuff yeah because right? I, I had yeah i think that'd be really cool i mean even if uh like you I know because we do we have do have some people that actually you know have made it on some tv shows and stuff like that it would be interesting oh, yeah. to hear their experience yeah, I, I do, I do, I do know some, I think, yeah, I know who, who yeah, we, we do, we do know some people there who are doing yeah. some really cool, really cool things, as they, as they, as we knew that they were. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> well, we'll talk about this later, after, yeah. after the recording, but, um, yeah. yeah um yeah 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 definitely definitely um because cool. hubert was saying like are you doing you're getting everybody you're getting what you know and you know, like, but i i don't know yeah maybe i should yeah i'll think about that see who who wants to say what they want to say and and we'll see how that goes um yeah so i mean it's i don't know if it's time well i guess we can end it now i guess and then i'll talk to you later but um is there anything you want to add? How do oh, you wow. feel? 
<laughs> you yeah. know what? It was it was so good talking to you, and and thank you so much for letting me be a part of this podcast. And I, I'm so proud of you for doing this. I remember us kind of talking about this on the phone, this idea, and I'm just so excited to see where this journey is going to take you. Honestly. Thank you. Thank you for being so sweet. Uh, you're so sweet. Um, I hope so too. I hope so too. I don't know. Who knows? Hopefully good. Hopefully good. Good things. Um, yeah. Thank you for coming. Uh, thank you for being so awesome to take your time. Even though <laughs> you said you were a little bit exhausted, but you know, thank you. Uh, we'll end it very quick. Um, so I'll, I'll end the recording and I will don't leave because I do want to ask you some questions and um, we'll, we'll go from there. I'll obviously we'll stay in touch and, and um, yeah. And awesome For sure. poetry. You're a poet. You are a poet. Woo. Remember? remember, remember the class, remember the class. I am an actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am a poet. <laughs> you know, like they have to let us know that be in your subconscious mind. Say it. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, good times, good times. Hey. All right, adios. Bye, Jojo.